0: going on everybody welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast where we bring insight keys and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God I'm your host Nick and I'm so so glad you're tuning in man if this is your first time welcome to the Vantage Point experience this is a podcast where we focus on giving those insight keys and perspectives on pretty much any topic so if you've been or if you've been with us for a while, right? We've been on air for about four and a half years, and so definitely welcome back. Welcome back. We've been in a series called I Ain't Done, and this is, again, my first solo series in a while and so definitely wanting to do a quick recap before we get into episode four which will close out this series and so week one we talked about narratives man we talked about what narratives are we listening to what narratives are we following to the things that we're dealing with right whether it's you know whatever the issues is whatever the major blows that we've been dealing with um or even cause right because it's not about just what we deal with it's also about what we cause right those are still blows that impact and everything. And so week two, we talked about Goliath, right? We talked about um the, the major major things, right? Not not so much the minors, but we definitely talked about the major things. And then last week we talked about joy in the midst of those storms. And so this week um taking a different spin, a different flow on it, but we're taking it from the topic of year coming, right? And if you've been following college football, um, I'm a huge, huge Coach Prime fan. Shout out to Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes. No, the record's not what they want it to be, but, man, they are doing their thing. And so we want to give them a, a huge shout out. But he... Has this concept? He has this mindset. He has this philosophy, right? It started with belief, right? It started with believing in what you do, believing in the product that you're gonna put out. But then we, he talked about we coming, right? He kept saying that, and and for a lot of the naysayers and a lot of the doubters and a lot of those people, right? They were like, okay, man, you know, you're taking over a program that's that was one in eleven last year, and for those that is one win, eleven losses, worst team. Uh, one of the worst teams in college football, right? And so you're you're taking them over, man. But how are you going to 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 even say something so bold as to "We're coming," right? And then on top of that, he brings in a completely new football team, right? He brings in like seventy something new players. Mostly from, like, transfer portals and new recruits. And so it's completely a new team from top to bottom, right? Even the coaching staff, everything. And so people are still wondering, like, what are you talking about, man? Like, how are you going to sit there and tell us that that you're, quote-unquote, coming, right? You're, quote-unquote, doing your thing, and your team's about to make some noise and all of these things, man. And so they get to their first game, man, and they play TCU. Uh, Texas Christian University, right? This team was just in the national championship last year. Uh, This team played Georgia in the national championship out of all 300 and some odd division one schools. These are the top two teams that played in the championship, right? And so here's Deion Sanders, here's the Colorado Buffaloes, and they're having to go against the top, second best team essentially from last year, right? And we know rankings and things change over from the next year, but at the end of the day, this is the national runner-up that they're playing, right? First game of the year at TCU, right? They're not even at home. They're not even in the comfort of their home, but they have to go and play TCU, and if you went and if you watched the game, if you saw the highlights or anything at all, you would know that the Colorado Buffaloes went in the TCU and they won 45 to 42. Right. And, and it was almost like this just shock to the world. right? Like, oh, my gosh, like this team literally just came in here and beat a team that nobody thought they would beat. And they play with heart, they play with passion, and we can, you know, we're not going to get into the, the intricacies of football and things that went wrong and everything, but at the end of the day, they won, right? And, and it's so just relevant to this series and to way to close out this series is, is, is again, we're going to piggyback off the encouragement that we talked about last, last episode, right? We talked about having joy. We talked about being being positive. We talked about not letting anyone take your joy. Well, there's a certain mindset that you have to have to even understand a, a, a statement to say, I'm not done or I ain't done, right? And you have to understand that, that still your best is yet to come, right? And that's such an interesting statement that we hear, right? We've heard this so many times, right? The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come, and there's two things about that. And we're going to go back and forth with with Colorado and, and and those things. And I really want to pull from that, but I want to just put it out there, right? That phrase we often hear: "The best is yet to come." Right? We've been encouraged by it. We may have said it to somebody, but um, it, it, and what I want you to to understand is there's two things, right? That. That's, that passage, that phrase, it's not a Bible verse, right? It, it has, it's not stemming from a Bible verse, right? But God's best is yet to come as we love God and as we are in Christ, right? And we talked about going through these things. We talked about the narrative of these things, and right, but I want you to understand that the best is yet to come. There's things we have to do, and actually, we've talked about these things, right? We talked about owning our issues. We talked about owning our hurts. We've talked about owning the hurt that we've caused. We've talked about owning our joy. We've talked about owning and facing Goliath. All of these things we talked about, and if you really look at our, again our example of of Colorado and Coach Coach Dion Sanders, Coach Prime, like. There are some things that he understands that I honestly think that they're learning now as they've progressed in the season, as they've had some tough losses, that honestly they should have been wins in 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 my opinion. I think another few other folks would agree, right? Like they the team is sitting four and four right now, right? And, and again, better than last year, right? But looking at how this team's performed game in and game out and I'm one that has watched every game like honestly this team should be six and one they, they legit should be six and one and from the way that they've played from the way that that they've performed and and you see them making a lot of mental errors and things that just aren't working right but again he does the, the, the mantra and the mindset is still the same right and so there's certain things that come with that that come with the mindset of we're coming, a mindset that comes with the best is yet to come. And for us, we have to understand that there has to be that level of ownership. There has to be that level of work and and things that we have to put in to understand that we, when we get to those spaces, when we get to those places, that we have to perform. And I think that's something that they're realizing. I think it's something that we realize too, as we go on this walk and as we believe these things that the best is yet to come, but there's still work. There's still a mindset that we have, to have, right? Because the best that's coming or the fact that we're coming and we're gonna be where we need to be doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't it doesn't just happen, right? I'm I'm coaching and helping assisting uh assistant coaching a, a high school basketball team uh out here in Florida and, and you know we're our numbers aren't as high as we'd like them to be and the players are showing up and they're working hard and you know they're seeing it, right? They they practice before the boy or after the boys team. The boys are like 30 or 40 boys in there, right? But we have like 10 girls, right? And they could feel defeated, but the, here's the thing, we're putting in the work now. We're having our best plays now. We're doing our best work now. So when we step on the court, when we step in, we're able to see and start to execute on things we've been working on, right? And so for us, even as we understand the fact that we're not done and we're our best is yet to come and we're coming, we have to understand, number one, God always has the best in store for us. We have to realize that when we're talking about the best is yet to come, like we're living our best life. Like, what does that look like? What does living your best life look like? Right? We talked about joy, right? We talked about owning and handling Goliath, but when you're honestly in the best that's in store for you, we're, we're walking and aligning with the perfect will of God. Like, that's Number one, right? We're we're operating in a way, we're moving in a way, we're driving ourselves in a way that is pleasing to God. Like we have to do that, right? And we know the world promises things, right? The best, like, what does that mean in worldly standards? And the truth is that that's not always in line to what God has for us, right? And the one thing that I that I enjoy about Coach Sanders and and Colorado is like he doesn't hide his faith from his team now i don't think every player on the buffaloes are believers i don't think every coach is but coach prime the guy in charge the the head coach, if you will. He is a believer, and he's going to express himself in the way that he knows how. He thanks God every day for the opportunity. He knows where God is called and He knows those things. And I think we have to understand that as God works in our lives and God navigates these waters with us, right? Because there's something to be said about understanding the narrative. There's something to be said about Understanding your Goliaths. There's something to be said about understanding joy and then even now understanding that the best is coming, right? The best version of you hasn't arrived yet, right? These things have been built and put in front of us to show us and to help guide us to where we need to be right and, and even as we go through these difficult things as we go through these hard times like we have to have the mindset that we're not done yet we're coming we're going to get out of this we're going to get through this we're going to overcome this we're going to be better for it right and there's there's something that that I've been thinking about and and, and contemplating on even with this episode and this series is that you know this time and I was talking to someone I may have said it in another episode I feel like I have but the concept of wasted time right? Like to know our best is yet to come. We can take lessons. We can pull from things we've been through and experienced and things that we've done or not done, right? We can take those those lessons, right? We haven't wasted time, right? Because there's lessons with those actions. There's lessons with those things. There's learnings that we can pull from and now apply to our future self, to our best version of our of ourselves, to our tomorrow self, right? And we continue to build that. We continue to grow on it. And again, looking at this Colorado team, again, the, the parallels are so there. Like, they're learning, like, not everybody's going to just acquiesce to who you are and say, okay, here they come. We're just going to let them know. You're going to get everybody's best. Like, they are finding out that they are, week in and week out, they are getting the best. In other teams, they're getting the best when it comes to some of these top teams that they're playing. And what they're learning is, is that you can't take the other team for granted, right? We can't take what we go through for granted. We can't take what's to come for granted. We can't take all of these things that we that we experience for granted because we might feel good, right? We're going to feel good. We're going to feel great. We're going to feel encouraged. But there's still going to be opposition on the other side. There's still going to be some things that we're going to have to push through and press through to understand the work that it takes to get there, right? And and the beauty of it is, and and, and one of the things, even going back to episode one, is when it comes to narratives, right? We want to always believe, other people's narratives or even the narratives that we write about ourselves that don't align to what God wants us to do, right? But here's the thing, and I want you to to keek in on this and, and write this down or keep it, lock it in, however you want to do it, but God will not stop in finishing what he started in you. Yeah, there's going to be setbacks. Yeah, there's going to be things that come. Yeah, there's going to be Goliaths. And yeah, you might waver in joy a little bit. But when you establish that joy, when you own, and when you start to understand the narrative that God is writing for you, that you also understand that the work that he is doing is not finished until he says it's finished, right? And, and, And that's the thing. Like, we have the mindset, we're still here. We're still breathing. So we still have purpose. We still have a—God still has a plan, and His plan will come to pass. His plan will come to fruition. And yes, sometimes we get in the way of His plan. We get in the way of His efforts. We get in the way of our own purpose and calling, and we screw that up. It's not God screwing it up. We screw it up sometimes right because we get too cocky we get too prideful we get too into ourselves we get too anxious we get too worried and we ultimately delay the plan that God has for us but know that he conti- he has begun a good work right this is philippians 1:6 he who be who has begun a good work will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus god will complete the work and the plan in you if you allow him to do so because we can get in our way. We can be our own worst enemy. We can be the thorn in, the, in our side. We can be that. And we have to understand that no matter where we go, no matter what we're doing, right, that God will finish that work. But we have to make sure that we get out of his way. And again, that goes back to being aligned in his perfect and pleasing will for our life, whatever that looks like whatever that's, you have to go to him for that direction, right? You have to go to the Bible for that direction. But as we align and we allow him to do the work, he will, it will be finished. It will come to pass. And we continue to do that work. We continue to push through. And the other thing that I, that I love about Coach Prime, he doesn't shy away From anything. Opposition success. Opposition success. Stressful times. Tough moments. Doesn't matter the team. Doesn't matter who we're playing. Doesn't matter what we're going up against. We still show up and we still do the same thing. We're going to show up. We're going to play hard. We're going to still be on our way. We're not done yet, right? Season is not over yet. And that's for anyone that, again, if you you haven't caught on to that joy, you haven't owned those Goliaths, you haven't subscribed to the right narrative, right? Those are going to be things that are key that you have to understand that even as you get past this, because there's more to come, like this this is kind of, this series is going to keep evolving into different layers, right? And I, and I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, but the next series, we're talking about, it's, it's one word, thrive. We're going to be talking about thriving. We're going to be talking about what does that look like in your life, because I think sometimes we don't know what it looks like to thrive. We we think it is, but it really is something else. We think we're or we're not even we're thriving and we don't even know it. Because we have subscribed to a narrative on what quote-unquote thriving and healing and growth should look like. Oh, because you've been through this, it should take you this long to heal. Because you've been through this, it should take you this long to grow out of it. If you've been through this for this long, or you've done this, or you're doing this, or you're this type of person, that you should be... It takes X number of time. Like there's some cultural formula that says, this is how long you should deal with that. Can I tell you and I just let you in on something that culture does not dictate your healing. Culture does not dictate your growth. God dictates your growth, your healing, and your process and your progress. God does, not culture. You don't even dictate that. You can stagnate it. You can slow it down, but you can't. And we even sometimes we will try to speed it up. But ultimately, are we moving, are is our healing moving at the pace of God? Is our growth moving at the pace of God? Is our progression moving at the pace of God? That's where we have to go. And that's where we have to understand. Does our thrive meet what God wants us to do? Because I'm telling you, if we do it right you will know what real thriving looks like, what real healing looks like, what real growth looks like and all of those things. And so I'm I'm continuing like this series, but in a different vein, right? In a different scope. And so more to come with that. But I'm telling you as We, I'm encouraging you, like, if you haven't, like, watched a single Deion Sanders clip, you don't have to watch a game, I promise you. You don't have to watch, you're not into football. And for my global people, I know, like, it's football, American football is what I mean. Uh, But you can just go to TikTok or social media or just Google it, right, the power of Coach Prime or Coach Prime speeches. Like, listen to the things that he's saying to his players. And it's more than football. It's more than a sport. He's setting them up for life. He's setting them up to deal with real things, not just on the football field. And that's the one thing I love about sports is it doesn't matter the sport, baseball, basketball, soccer, um, cricket, doesn't matter what the sport is like there are life lessons in sports there are life lessons that we can hold on to that show us how to deal with adversity that show us how to deal with success that show us how to deal with growth and progression and i'm telling you there is so much more to come there's so much more that god has for us in a season that we've been in right we've been in a season of down we've been in a season of depression we may have been in a season of of loss like we don't know what's going on right but i'm telling you the season is coming that you're going to thrive. The season is coming that you're going to be healed. The season is coming that you're going to be, that you're going to grow. And the season is coming that you're going to progress. So the real question is, how do you know what that looks like? And what do you do when you get there? Because I think there's a whole lot of focus on everything else. But once you get there, what does that look like? How do you identify? How do you continue to go? Because as soon as you get there, we know this. Life is going to happen again, right? Something's going to happen. Something's going to come in your way. Some Another Goliath, another opposition. But is your joy established enough? Did, do you understand that your best is still coming? Do you understand? I, there's a church in Tulsa says our best days are ahead of us. Our best days are to come. So my question is, what does your best days look like? What does that look like for you? And do you know that God still wants to do good for you, that he wants to do good to us, that he wants to do good through you, right? And that's why, that's why healing is so important. That's why growth is so important. That's why thriving is so important, because we're able to walk out and do the exact thing that God has called us to do. And so as we close out, I ain't done, I'm, I'm, I'm simply challenging you to, to not to, to really, like, subscribe to the right narrative. Like, if I could sum this series up in four things, right? Number one, subscribe to the right narrative. Don't allow culture, don't allow people, don't allow anyone else who does not align with what you think of you dictate what you think or what you do, right? Own your Goliaths. Own them and face them head on. Own them and deal with them because they're coming. They're going to happen. And either you're going to own them or you're going to fold, right? Establish and set a foundation of joy in your life. Have joy no matter what. Experience joy no matter what. Find ways to experience joy in every day. Little, big, doesn't matter. Find a way to experience joy and understand that your best is coming, right? Adopt that mindset. That's a better way to say it. Adopt the mindset that your best is yet to come, that your best is coming. It's on the way. It's on the other side of whatever it is you're going through. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you again. We give you... All the honor and praise, Father. And even right now, as we close out this series, Father, I just pray that you continue to speak to people wherever they are, meet them where they're at, allow them and show them how to subscribe to the right narrative, Father God. Show them how to own and defeat their Goliaths, Father God. Show them how to adopt a foundation of joy, Father God, and, uh, and give them the understanding to adopt and own, Father God, the mindset that their best is coming, that their best is still on its way and they are not finished yet father god we just thank you for anyone that's listening father and even as we we close out this series and we transition into thrive father i just pray that there are open hearts that this message continue to resonate with people it continues to grow and build with them father and help them in their everyday life it's in your son's name we pray amen 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 I am so, so glad and thankful that you all are still rocking with Vantage Point Podcast. And like I said, more to come on the next episode. I don't know how long we'll stay on Thrive. We might just roll with it to the end of the year. There's so much more coming again. This this mindset and this thought, the flow that we're in, it's going to keep building and it's going to keep growing, man. And so I want you all to lock in. Make sure you share. Make sure you like, subscribe, all of those things wherever you're listening from. Special shout out to all the global listeners, whether you're in Spain or or Italy or wherever you're at, Canada and and across the U.S., man, we just posted that we have been heard now in over 80 countries. And... 43 states i believe so we got a few more states before we're heard in every state in the u.s and we always set a goal of getting to 100 countries so thank y'all for whatever you're doing sharing continue to do that man 81 countries is wild like i don't even know what to do with that information like i'm just thankful and blessed that y'all continue to listening and as always as always always keep seeking insight keys and perspective to everyday living through the lens of god it'll change your world and your life god bless Oh uh-huh.